We're putting the band back together. Forget it. No way. We're on a mission from God. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? Oh, oh. this is gonna be fun. We can stand late, swapping manly stories, and in the morning, I'm making what? Because people have got to know whether or not their president's a crook. Well, I'm not a crook. I'm not going to give you a can question. You can you stay categorical? You are fake news. Sir, go ahead. I can, you can see Russia from my house. <laughs> Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. Uh, we, um, like drink box water bottles. I don't know. A proof is a proof. What kind of proof? It's a proof. Here come the players. Champions. 
Yeah, I'm still in Ryan Walter. I think at the 30, Also, in very sad news, uh, singer, songwriter, and very uh, strong Christian, B.J. Thomas passed away at 78, and he was famous for uh, such songs as Hooked on a Feeling. Do you remember that song at all, Bob? Oh, I do. And, uh, you know, while, while we're getting that, why don't you talk about B.J.? What was other things that you remember about B.J. Thomas? That I remembered? Yeah. Well, he, was a, he was a good singer. He was very popular. And raindrops keep falling on my oh, head. Oh, yeah. Know. That's, you know what? And I will. Uh, let's just hooked on a feeling. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see if I can get one of those songs. Oh, that was it there. Raindrops are falling on my head. Just like the guy whose feet are too big for his bed. There. Nothing Classic song. That's kind of a good COVID theme song almost. Yeah. B.J. Thomas was 78. And so we, uh, our prayers and thoughts go to his family. He was very strong. So when I was cutting my teeth and listening to Christian music, he was a, a crossover artist. Who'd be, he's an established artist who became a Christian and then started releasing uh, Christian songs. And so he was like a big, big name back in the 70s. And, of course, Scott, you, wouldn't, you weren't even thought of back then. Steve was... Steve, you bookended the seventies. I I made the seventies by I was I was there for a good nine months of the seventies. This was a blast. <laughs> I just loved it. Uh, so yeah, so um, we want to talk about things that are happening. Uh, also in news, there was a tweet. It was someone's birthday. It was Mister T's birthday. And uh, how do I stop this music? Although I love raindrops keep falling on my head. Uh, yeah, Mister T. You remember Mister T, Bob? Oh yeah. Let me see if I got a uh, got an audio here. The name is Mr. T. First name is Mr. Middle name is that period. Last name is T. <laughs> listen and listen good. I'm talking to you. When a new kid moves in on your block, what's your attitude? Do you figure? What do we need him for? Well, I pity the fool that makes that mistake. The friends you already got might not be all the friends you ever need. And when you keep new people out, just because they're new to you, you're only cheating yourself. So don't you ever write nobody off just because he's the new kid on the block. I pity the fool. <laughs> there we go. I pity the fool. That's Mr. T. On his birthday, this is his tweet. On my birthday yesterday, I prayed and gave thanks to the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I meditated on God's word and reflected on my life. I, you know what? I love it when people are bold about their faith mm-hmm. and, and when they come out and, and I also, I, I enjoy when people have a platform like that and, and they, and they give thanks to the Lord. So I love Mr. T. I loved everything about him. I loved his jewelry. I love it. Yeah. That was a problem in our house. So a little too much jewelry. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, put, put the eight team on the no fly list too. So uh, too much jewelry. on the, the one guy. Sorry, sorry kids. <laughs> Okay, so we want to talk also about I, I I did we get by the whole episode last time on the uh, the fifteenth episode about not talking about COVID or did we talk about COVID at all? I I think we touched on it briefly, but you referred to it as a lockdown or lockout. So I yeah, was sort of happy with that. Yeah, yeah. Lockout, lockdown. You know, I think we just mm-hmm. kind of breezed by it. It was yeah, fine. We're, we're getting better here. So so yeah. I'm talking about uh, COVID. Now they're talking that COVID may have come out of a lab. So last year, there was some talk that perhaps it came out of China, came out of a lab, and everyone's like, oh, no, no, you're crazy. Well, the person who said that was the, the, the leader of the free world at the time, who was Mr. Trump. And mm-hmm. President Trump had mentioned it, and most of the new news organizations just debunked it and said it was a lie, it was a conspiracy theory, and now it's come out that it may in fact be true. What's your opinion on the origins, Bob Morris, of the coronavirus? Was it, was it a lab in China? Yes, in uh, Wuhan. Wuhan, it was. Uh, yeah. Well, Do you have any opinion whatsoever? Uh, there may be. There's an opinion out there that says this was a deliberate release as well. I've, I've heard that. I don't know if that's rumor or fact. I'd like to think that it was a rumor, but who knows? And Steve Height, do you still maintain that all COVID was originated within junior high boys? Oh, yeah. That, like, they're like... I, I don't know what exactly the origin of the term cesspool is, but definitely it's, it's in and around there somewhere. So. Junior high boys. 
Yeah. Scott, you, do you you actually think you may have the antibodies? Is that true? You may think you did you do you think you had COVID in in two thousand and twenty or two thousand nineteen? Yeah, there's a chance. Uh, we we were in England, my wife and I, in like January, February of twenty. 20 i don't even know what year it is now actually i can't figure it out it's hard with covid yeah. but uh we went to malta like just off the coast of italy like in january and we came back and we were super sick big fever and all that so i don't know we didn't get tested we didn't even know what it was it was yeah. just something in china at the time well in canada now we've checked it we, my wife and i haven't been vaccinated yet and and there is now a new study that's come out that has said uh, you may, if you have had COVID, you may have enough antibodies. It might be a lifelong, um, where you don't have to get any, any vaccination. You may have the antibodies for life. That's, mm-hmm. that's what a report has come out to that, to benefit that. So in Canada, you can get a test for antibodies, uh, through life labs, but they do charge at 75 bucks. So, wow. I think we're going to go get it done. Forget okay. the cholesterols, forget all that other stuff. You know, we don't need to know. Why would we need to know that? We just want to know if we have, if, if we, if we've ever had the COVID. Uh, my wife had, she was sick back in uh, January. We went to Ottawa and we all came home. We all got sick. My wife lost her sense of smell and taste, um, but she didn't lose her total taste because she's still married to me. So right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else do we got to talk about? And we're speaking of, uh, of like the cases keep coming down in Ontario. So uh, right now we're at, just over 700 hospitalizations and 600 in ICU. The cases per day is uh, right around the thousand mark. We've got to be opening up soon. What is the opening up that's happening out in Alberta? Uh, we're we're starting on June one. Yeah, uh, and I think that's if I think it's 50 percent vaccinated because they're all doing it by vaccination rates and hospitalizations yeah. now. So then, if we get 60 percent vaccinated, I think. That's supposed to be like the tenth. I think the tenth of June they're targeting for. Okay. Uh, and and then I think uh, I think they say by like mid July. Uh, like well, wide open. They say, they say July one, so we can have stampede. Uh, but I think well, most people are saying probably, you know, it'll be in and around there because then then if it's seventy percent vaccinated, then we're we're just going for it. Like all the restrictions are lifted, and so yeah, it's. The race, the race to opening, we're in the lead, if you ask me. Yeah. I don't know well, if that's a good thing, but that's what's happening. <laughs> what, what, what's happening? Well, Scott Moe of uh, Saskatchewan, is there any rivalry between Saskatchewan or do you just kind of look at them as your kind of your cousins? You know, yeah, the- yeah, yeah. Cousins is right. They all look at each other as their cousins. Uh, yeah, it's, um, I don't know what'll happen exactly, but they, they're 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 kind of the little brother. So of the thing. yeah. So step one, they're thirty percent capacity or one hundred and fifty people uh, at places of worship. So they're they're back open as of today, um, and they have group fitness classes will resume. Limit of ten people at private indoor or outdoor household gatherings. Limit of 30, 30 people at public indoor gatherings and one hundred and fifty people at outdoor gatherings. So that's what's happening in Saskatchewan. Yeah, they got to do something to get people to move there. So I mean, open her up, right? Why not? <laughs> so right. that's that's the thing. You're asking people to move there, and so that's that's why you're doing that. Uh, this is uh, speaking of politics. I think the person who should run for president in 2024 is the Florida governor, Ron DeSantis. I am a huge fan, and and recently someone had uh, this is a press conference he he put on. I think they sent like one of the corporate media outlets sent some reporter down. They were trying to make fun of Baker, like all oh, these yokels are having kids go in school. How cra- how crazy are these people, right? The crazy people are the ones that are vaccinated, still wearing six masks in New York City. I- it's just kind of like a gangster. I love Ron DeSantis. He he just Shots drops fired. it. And when you look at places like Texas and uh, Georgia and Florida, where they're wide open, their numbers keep dropping like crazy. Is it? What do you attest to that, Bob? What do you think? Oh, I I have no idea. Yeah. If if we had a crystal ball, looking ten years from now, when we watch the COVID documentary, what are some of the things that we're going to see? What do you think they're going to talk about? Like, can you make any predictions, like, about masks? Were masks relatively ineffective? Or were lockdowns effective? Or 
you know, we, this is actually what happened. This is what was said. This is what, what happened. Steve, any, any, any predictions what they're going to say? Well, I, I mean, my sense is probably that, uh, you know, like in Texas, I think they're, you know, president Bush said mission accomplished. So I think in those places, like they're, they're going to look back and I think they have no cases cause no one's testing. <laughs> cause they're like, we already beat COVID. So I, I, I think, I think it's going to stick around a lot longer than we perceive. Yeah. I don't know that it's, I don't know that it's, you know, and I, and I love the, trust me, that's the Alberta spirit too. It's like we defeated COVID and it's never going to happen again. Yeah. And I, I just, I think it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's a virus. It's, it's out there. It's, it's, it's going to exist. And so yeah. um, I think we'll look back on it and go probably all of it was going to help, but it, it's, you know, viruses are going to spread. You know, that's the point of them. The point of them yeah. is just is to, is to keep surviving and vary and variants and all that and spread. And so I think it's going to stick with us. But when the Spanish flu came around in 1918, it lasted a couple years. And, um, but the thing with, with, when you look back in 1918, they didn't have the internet. They didn't have, uh, things that were, were communication and news could spread so quickly. So is, is having news and everything at our fingertips, is it helping us or hurting us or is it speeding things along? What do you think, Scott? I think like, it's kind of making noise, you know, like, it's like, I don't know the actual rules. <laughs> I couldn't tell you what were what phase or zone or <laughs> color. Or, just say we're zone what, three, just say zone I three. We're I don't good. know what we're in right now, you know? Yeah. So it's like, I think that's been made complicated. Um, by just so many different um, opinions and kind of news stories and stuff. So I think one thing that they may want to, they maybe if they're doing that documentary, like you said, maybe like closing travel a little bit earlier. Yeah. Um, it seems like yep. that was a major reason for this all to spread. So, so far and wide, but I've also heard things where it could have been around for a lot longer in a lot of other places too. So, so are, are you and your wife solely responsible for the spread of the UK variant when it came back to North America? I am not going to own that. <laughs> that's, that's tough. To have that weighing on your conscience, Bruce. Like, yeah, I know. I'm sorry. I put that in there. You'll be thinking you won't be able to get sleep tonight yeah, thinking right. about about that stuff. Uh, also, I we um, speaking to Ryan Walter, who is uh, apparently our seventh podcast that we did, and he if was you a have, hit. He was popular. We got to keep. Him he's up there. very popular. If you want to go, he's the top of our Facebook page and the top of our website. You can check the the Ryan Walter uh, podcast out. Uh, but Ryan Walter, um, uh, the one thing I, I, I talked to him actually this week and, and we get talking about the cult of mask wearing and the cult of mask wearing, there's people now that are fully vaccinated and outside and they still now are wearing masks everywhere. They can't, it's like a, a warm blanket. They just can't take it off. And do you think there's going to be an element of people, Bob, that just. Oh, probably for a while. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's like, it's like when seatbelts come in. Yeah, uh, nobody wanted to wear them. Then all of a sudden, everybody did, and now you couldn't imagine getting in your car without putting it on. You're supposed to wear seatbelts. Um, the plan, I think. <laughs> I think so. Uh, the the birthday dog's got to go out here. So let me just uh, Ginger has has joined us in the studio. I'm going to let her out. Uh, I, we are going to play a game, but before we do that. Did you know that this week, the big news this week in North Korea, North Korea has banned skinny jeans and piercings? Oh, wow. Talk amongst That's yourselves. Uh, <laughs> I'll give you yet another topic. Yeah. The Cold War was neither cold nor a war. Discuss. Uh, skinny jeans have been banned. Uh, is it a good thing or bad thing, Scott? I've actually heard that I'm not really a fashion person, but I've heard that they're on their way out anyway. So okay. it doesn't so, really sound like they're doing much and a big difference over there okay the other thing that piercings are banned now in north korea is not kim jong-un uh is he not uh like best friends with dennis rodman Ooh. isn't yeah. he stevie yeah they are yeah that that seems problematic I think. <laughs> yeah that's what i'm thinking and so uh I, i'm just not sure uh we have got let me just see if i if i've loaded this up I have a new segment that I wanted to do this week, and uh, I don't know if I've got it. We'll have to talk about it. Uh, but actually, I've got another. I've got a game show I want to do with you, so we'll, we'll do that. Uh, we've got a few different games I want to play, and let's just see. I've got notes all over the place. I like it. So 
we're going to play a game amongst the f- four of us. I know the answers. So we're going to have a quiz show. It's called COVID or Suez Canal. To finish off oh, this segment. Okay, so there's there's been some supply chain management issues here in North America, and some of it is because of COVID. Some of it is because of the Suez Canal. So we're going to go around the horn. I will read out what I've got. Just, and I want to, we'll keep track. So first of all, the name of the boat that was blocked the Suez Canal, was it A, the Golden Ray, B, the Ever Given, C, Noah's Ark, or D, the Diamond Princess? Bob Morris. I believe it was B, the Ever Given. Steve Height. Uh, I would go with C, Noah's Ark. <laughs> Scotty. D. D. Diamond Princess. D. Diamond Princess was actually the COVID uh, cruise from 2000, uh, 2020. Uh, Ever Given is the actual answer. So, Bob, oh, congratulations. What was uh, the uh, the love boat? What was its name, Bruce? It was the Pacific Princess. There you go. There you go. Wow, that was there's a there's a there's quite a wealth of knowledge up here. Uh, shortages of garden gnomes are attributed to a COVID or B Suez Canal. Bob Morris, uh, I should defer from this one because you know I know the answer. <laughs> yeah. Steve Height, I think it was Susie's fault on that. One. I think That's okay, I think. and then Scott. I'm gonna go COVID. I'll go a different than that, Steve. Suez Canal, it is. Come on, oh, yeah, there it is Suez Canal. Uh, plumbing pipes are attributed. The shortage in plumbing pipes, and specifically resin, is attributed to COVID, Suez Canal. Bob Morris. This I don't know, but I'm going to guess Suez Canal. Okay, Steve Height. Are they plastic, these plumbing pipes? Yeah. That's oil. That's got to be COVID. That's got to be our problem here in Alberta. <laughs> Scotty, the tiebreaker. Yeah, I'm going to go COVID as well. You know, Bob Morris for the win. It's the oh. Suez Canal. Resin, there's a shortage of resin from the Suez Canal. Uh, oh. Toilet paper shortages are attributed to COVID or Suez Canal. And I'll remind you, you can answer both. Uh, I'm going to say COVID. Steve. Can I say C, stupidity? Can I say that's <laughs> what it's attributed yeah, that, to? Or that not? would be, yeah, you can say that. Yeah, right in both. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Scott. Bruce, when I was flying back from uh, England in March of 2020, the pilot came on with about three hours left and said, please stop stealing the toilet paper. <laughs> on the oh, plane? They wow. were running out on the airplane. Oh, People were wow. stealing it out of the, like that, that paper's tough. So wow. I'm going to go COVID on this one as well. COVID is the correct answer, but also Suez Canal, there was a shortage that came up. It's both. Mm. Oh, there we go. Perfect storm is what they call that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Computer parts for vehicles. Now there is... Uh, Ford is one of them. They have built so many trucks and they're out and they're missing computer chips. So they have the trucks completed and they cannot sell them because there is a massive shortage of computer chips. COVID or Suez Canal? Bob Morris. (sighs) I'm going to say Suez Canal. I'm thinking it got stuck behind that boat. Stevie. Oh, you know, Bobby keeps winning these things. So I got to go with Suez on this one. Steve. I'm going COVID. I'm in, I'm in the industry a little bit, and I think it's COVID. It's COVID. Wow, COVID it is. Oh. All right. Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> Laptops. COVID or Suez Canal? Bobby. Mm. Suez Canal. Steve. No, forget Bobby. I'm going COVID. Now. <laughs> Scotty. I'm going Suez for sure. It's COVID. Oh. Yes. Uh. All right, Dr. Pepper. No. Is it COVID or Suez Canal? Is it really a shortage? There is a shortage of Dr. Pepper's oh products. Uh, just like the multiple choice, I'm just circling C on everything. I'm going Suez Canal. <laughs> okay, Suez Canal. Steve. Oh, I, I, I got to blame COVID for that one because I blame for everything. Scotty. Why would COVID make people buy Dr. Pepper? I'm going to go Suez. Suez Canal it is. Suez Canal. Oh. Coffee, COVID or Suez Canal? I'm going to say COVID. I'm going to say it's like the the toilet paper. People were stocking up on it. Okay. Stevie. You know, I I like the canal on this one. That's what I like. Yeah. Scotty. More people working from home. I'm going COVID. It's the Suez Canal. Oh, Stevie. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. I know. All right. We only got two more here. Large appliances. COVID or Suez Canal? Suez Canal. Large appliances. 
Yeah, I know. I think, I, I mean, how are you going to carry those around? You got COVID, right? Okay. You're, you're, you're weak, so Suez. Suez okay, we got two Suez. Scotty. Yeah. I'll go COVID just for fun. It's COVID. Oh. <laughs> what do you think? Why? Are renovating or what? I think there was a there was a supply change and people are renovating, and then there was a supply shortage, and then they had to shut some of the factories down. Yeah. And then when some of the borders were shut, there were some issues there getting parts across and things. So last and not least, furniture, COVID or Suez Canal? I'm going to say COVID because it makes absolutely no sense. And by that, I mean <laughs> I mean the virus and the question. Okay. Yeah. I got I got to go COVID because I'm like large appliances, large yeah. furniture, mm-hmm. everything, everything big to carry around, COVID. Okay. Yeah. And Scotty? I'm sure the boat had a few pieces of furniture on it. I'm going to go with that. Suez Canal it is. Oh. oh, I wasn't keeping track, but I, Scott, I think you won. Yeah, I think you did. Yeah. Yeah, I think I got a few. Like the Leafs, I was doing well until overtime. And in the last <laughs> three, four questions. Oh, too soon, Bobby. Too soon. Too soon. Way too soon. Um, so we've got another one that we're going to play. Not this week. I'll do it on a future podcast. But I think you're going to love it. It's called Church or Weed Shop. Oh yeah, I can, okay. I can so and they are very good because you're like, okay, is this a church or is this a weed shop? I'm not sure what it is. So we're gonna play that. Um, so we got other other sports to talk about. What time are we at on the podcast here? Because I'm I'm losing track of time. Zipping we're through it. Yeah, we're zipping through. All right. Uh, you know what we're gonna do? Let's go through. Um, let's see. Let's talk baseball. You want to ship you know, trip it up a little bit here, and we'll talk some mm-hmm. baseball. Um, let's go through. Actually, let's play this week in baseball. Put that up. There has been now no hitters galore in all of baseball. Like tons of no hitters. This year, so I think last year there was two. The year before, I think there was one. Then four the year before that. Already this year, there is six. And we're in May. And if you include, that doesn't even include the Madison Baumgartner no hitter, which was a seven inning. So there's lots of seven inning games now because of double headers. And I said they'd asterisk it, or I think Stevie said they'd asterisk it, but they're not even to mention it now. It's not, it's no asterisk. It's like, yeah, not even an honorable mention, but there's been six so far. The latest that has happened has been from uh, Spencer Turnbull of the Detroit Tigers. He's done it! Spencer Turnbull throws <laughs> the eighth no-hitter in Tigers history! What a night. What an effort. Well, look at the love. Look at the love that the team is showing him. They're so happy for him. So that's Detroit Tigers. And then the next night I'm just sitting at home and my, you know, I'm going to bed and then all of a sudden my phone goes off with a notification. Another no-hitter going into the ninth inning, Corey Kluber. Ground ball to Kluber Torres. And that'll do it. A no-hitter for Corey Kluber. On a Wednesday night in Texas, Kluber becomes part of forever. So then, the next week, Don Mattingly comes out and and has a quote. And Don Mattingly's quote was, So many no-hitters, not good for the game. It's boring baseball. Now, Bob, when I I say no-hitters, and when I say Don Mattingly, when I actually say Don Mattingly, what is one thing that you think of when I say Don Mattingly? Well, he was a Yankee, first baseman, good hitter. Yeah. What do you think of, Steve, when I say Don Mattingly? I think of shave those sideburns, Mattingly, is what they're saying. Mattingly, get rid of those sideburns. What sideburns? (laughs) You heard me, hippie. (laughs) Mattingly, for the last time, get rid of those sideburns. Look, Mr. Burns, I don't know what you think sideburns are, but... Don't argue with me, just get rid of them. (gasps) Mattingly. I thought I told you to trim those sideburns. Go home. <laughs> You're off the team for good. Fine. Uh, Steinbrenner. Uh, see, at the end, he said, still better than Steinbrenner. Uh, oh, yeah. So then Corey Kluber uh, faces the Jays the next week, and they hurt him bad, and, and they got to him quickly. And then they ended up, uh, but not to be outdone, that they did have a triple play. Here's what happened with the New York Yankees. Grounded to third. There's one. There's two. There it is. It's a triple play. They get a triple play to get out of the jam. A triple play at the stadium. 
You think Chapman likes it? An outrageous night. It's a triple play. I, I, I'm not a Yankees fan. So, Scotty, here at the show, we're not Yankees fans at all. And we're actually wishing ill will uh, on the Yankees, are we not, Stevie? Always, every day of the week. <laughs> and, and it hasn't been happening so far. Uh, but uh, anyway, what's your opinion on why there's so many no-hitters this year? Stevie, you got any opinions? Oh, I got lots of opinions. I blame that commissioner. Yeah, you think that it's guy. him? He's, he's, yeah, he's just making up new. He's, it's like a, an arcade game. Like It's going to be like like your own player to the dugout, like like your dad pitching the next couple of games. Like it's just like just it's baseball. It's meant to be traditional. Just quit messing with it. Yeah. Scotty, what do you what do you think about why there's so many no hitters? Yeah, I mean I've been following a little bit on just kind of the approach the batters are taking and stuff now where they're just basically trying to win by home run. So I think when they're swinging that hard and not hitting for average, like the good old days, I'm sure you guys would say. Yeah. Um then they're there's a better chance the pitchers are going to get uh, no hits against. And um, I guess soon enough they'll be doing, uh, oh, happy that there's five hits in a game or something, you know. So it's, yeah. it's pretty crazy. Uh, I, I don't know what to make of it. And I, I hope there's a few more this year. Like We've got kind of getting close to the record, so we might as well go go past it. The other thing with no hitters that I thought was really cool, a statistic that came out, Kyle Seeger, uh, who plays in Seattle, uh, he's been involved in a no hitter. This is the ninth time he's been oh, involved wow. in no hitter. No hitter. So, and the record is eleven. Um, Reggie Jackson and Philippe Alou have both been in nine, and Bert Campanaris has been in eleven. Mm-mm. So, uh, I mean, you have to be pretty special to be in a no hitter, but to be in it nine times, it, I don't. Depends on which end you're on, right? Like if you're yeah, on yeah. the end that's the winning end. But I do not believe Kyle Seeger has been on on the winning end nine times. Uh, continuing in baseball, we do want to, I have a little clip I wanted to play. Bo Bichette, very outspoken believer, and uh, he's in a podcast uh, recently, and I just wanted to play a portion from that podcast. Um, you know, like recently for me, I was struggling a lot on defense, and it was totally um, inflicted upon myself. It was uh, pressures I was putting on myself. And, you know, so one day I just, you know, I wasn't feeling good. Um, so I called my mom, and I was like, Mom, I don't know what to do you know like I'm worrying so much about this and she was like Bo I mean there's there's one person you're playing for you're playing for an audience of one um you know and and uh, I think that when you can kind of when you get that relationship with God um you can kind of put things in perspective a little bit more that really the only thing that matters is the effort you're putting in um you know the the person you're being things like that I think uh you know, when you can understand that, it takes a lot of pressure off off of your work life. Anyway, it was kind of neat to hear professional athletes talk about their their faith. Someone else who who talks um, on his uh, Instagram and and is a professed believer just made his debut this week for the Blue Jays. Alec Manoa. Did any of you guys see the game where he played? Uh, we want to play a clip where I think, I believe the term is disseminated. I've disseminated some audio. Oh, two. There's a changeup to get him swinging. Nasty stuff as Manoa strikes out Odor. I love that. Here's the 3 2, and he got him. Look at that swing. How late Judge was. Might have been sitting slider, and Manoa strikes out Judge. Uh, it, was, uh, it was a really good prayer. Um, between, uh, before every inning, um, just get right there with, with, with my father above and just ask him to keep me strong, uh, keep me healthy, keep me safe. And, um, just let me compete as hard as I can. Um, you know, so was able to do that. I think everyone was hearing the Minoans tonight. There we go. Did you, did you see that his mother, did you, did you see any of the game at all, Bob? I, I did not. I, I was right. at work, but, uh, I've heard that she was there. Yeah, she was there. Did you see it, Scott? Did you see his mother? Yeah. I saw the highlights of her jumping up and down and kind of, she was right into it. So she was, was, must be a neat an opportunity for them to watch. Yeah, that was neat. So when, when your son Drew makes the majors, is Jenny going to be like out of control? Like one of those moms that just screams like crazy? My beautiful wife has what I think we call in the business red hair. Uh, and uh, so, yes, she very much will be animated. She's animated uh, all the time. So she'll be very excited. Speaking of wives, uh, we had talked about uh, my wife sometimes listens to the podcast. And, and Scott said she was going to listen to the podcast because he was on it. So I think we need to call Tanya. Question is, let's take a round table. 
will she pick up Bob Morris? Well, she did the last time, and she didn't the week before. I'll say, I'll say she will. Sure, she Steve, Scotty will she done. pick up? I feel, I'm feeling good about it, especially with this music. Okay, and I Scott, like that. It's probably in the room. It's knowing that I'm on there. It's probably okay. looking oh, real close. Here we go. Let's give her a call. We'll try it again. Well, it's two ringy dingies. It's not looking Uh-oh. good. Hello. <laughs> Tanya Mackey, it's Bruce, Bob, Steve, and Scott. You're on the edge of tomfoolery. How are you? Oh, dear. I have four of you tonight. <laughs> Listen, so we were discussing, and uh, we actually won the we, – we, we took a poll to see if you would actually pick up. And the, the gentlemen actually were 3-0. to oh, They thought you would. And, Scott, you have a question for Tanya. Don't I you? Do? If, yeah, is she going to be listening? Is she going to oh, listen? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I told Bruce basically that I knew you'd listen to this podcast for sure because I'm on it. So, <laughs> <laughs> is that is that true? That maybe so. Oh, oh, wow. wow, good. We got a maybe. Very tactful. <laughs> <laughs> so when Scott lived with us, Scott lived with us for four years, and I, I love Scott like a son. I really do. But whenever there was a disagreement between Tanya and I, it was never. It was never one to one. It was two to one on everything. So mm-hmm. if I did something wrong, Tanya would kind of give me a hard time, and Scott would be right there with her, like right. just like Bruce. Why would you do that? He has my back, so I have to have his too. So yes, <laughs> oh, wow. I, I will watch. I will watch or listen to the podcast. Wow! Wow! wow. That's, that's, that's power. <laughs> yep, that is power. All right. Well, thanks, Tanya. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> uh, uh, did you go out driving tonight? Yes, yes. Did you? And I went driving. <laughs> so my daughter is now 16 and is now driving. And how Whoa. did she do? She did okay. She did uh, okay. We were just, we were, <laughs> no, she did fine. We were just on the country roads. So yeah, on yeah. the country roads, nothing, nothing too, you know, difficult. Yeah. So she did fine. Yeah. She's she's gonna get better, but I mean, I forget because I'm so old. You forget how it is when you when you drive. And I, I remember we're driving down the road the first time, and she looked in the mirror and, and just this sheer panic, like someone's coming back behind. What do I do? You know, just white knuckling it the whole time. So yeah. she, she'll be. We fine. had we had no cars behind us the whole drive. So Any livestock or anything like that? No, no animals to be seen. No, oh, that's good. Excellent. All as well. Okay. We've got to get on to our next segment. We're, we're contacting Mark Webb, so. Enjoy. Okay. Okay. <laughs> she knows. She knows. She knows. Love you, hon. I'll talk to you. Okay. okay. Bye. Uh, so we are going now to our correspondent in uh, Edmonton. I've got to get him on the show. And uh, is, is, is Scott, is your wife going to listen to the podcast, you think? Uh, no, probably not. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow. She just walked by, and I'm pretty sure she'll listen to it. Uh, so she just walked by. She's like, I've heard enough. She's heard it all. Yeah. Scotty uh, was right, though, on the uh, the Tanya prediction. So that is uh, part of the prophecy of uh, Tom Fuller. He, there you go. Yeah, 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 we might have to play that. Uh, we're going to talk to uh, Mark Webb, who is a, uh, a diehard Oilers fan. Mm-hmm. So I've got the Oilers theme music on. I'm going to try and get him on to find out what is going wrong with the Edmonton Oilers. And uh, we, we got to get, let me see if I can find Mark Webb. There he is. Does have theme music? This is their theme music when they come on the ice, which is probably their problem. <laughs> if they stay in the dressing room, they'll be fine. Hello. Mark Webb, it's Bruce, Bob, Steve, and Scott on the edge of Tom Foolery. How are you doing tonight? Oh, I'm doing okay. <laughs> hey, listen, we are talking Edmonton Oilers hockey. And we yes, thought, we I wanted to talk to the authority of the Oilers and, and their what's wrong. Mark, what is wrong with the Edmonton Oilers? Oh, where do I start? <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is it McDavid or is it coaching? Is it GM? Or what is it? Because there's, they just can't get past, they can't get past the round of playoffs. Um, I, I wouldn't say it. The uh, I want I wouldn't say it's Connor. Connor Connor's doing everything he can, kind of thing. And I wouldn't say it's or, or uh, go 
goaltending or whatever. It's just the I, I I think it's the lack of uh, the lack of the right pieces. Like we, I mean, heck, we were in the playing playing round last year. Okay, great. Uh, this 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 year, I mean, heck, we took Winnipeg three straight overtime kind of thing. That yeah. could have gone either way. Yeah. You know? Do you have you given so, up hope, or are you just like, no, nah, just keep doing a few pieces here and there? Well, don't don't, for, don't forget that uh, Crosby. It took him a few years to win a cup. Yeah. Uh, kind of thing. So, so I mean, it's not. I I think they they definitely have 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 some issues kind of, kind of thing. Uh, the uh, I, I I was looking earlier at uh, on capfriendly.com and uh, uh, so I'm look, looking at uh, what what we have coming up for this this, this year who we need to need to lose uh, kind of thing I think that that's that's the whole thing right now that's our, our biggest problem is uh, we're so cap heavy yeah. that you can't you can't really get to too many guys you know kind of kind of thing because we're still we're still paying these you know these silly over exuberant salaries for everyone. Like, I mean, I'll give you an example. Uh, back um, back in when we had Peter Shirelli as our GM, he, he signed then uh, Jordan Everly and Ryan Nugent Hopkins to six-year deals worth $6 million. Is kind of Nugent up. Hopkins, is he gone? No, no, no. But he's unrestricted. Yeah, he's a uh, UFA. Do you think he's out the door? Uh, Scott, yeah. do you think you think he's at the door, Scott? I don't know. I mean, if you got cap problems and uh, you got to start being smart about it, you can't be throwing that guy eight million dollars probably. If you have, uh, you need some defense, I think, on your team. Yeah, the, the Oilers, the Oilers right now, uh, according to my, my information, is they uh, have uh, they they could go seven, but that's who, it. And who is your information, Mark? Are you going to release, tell us your sources? Oh, it's, uh, hey, I, I, I watch a lot of the, uh, um, the Oilers Radio Network. Well, I mean, don't watch. I listen to a lot of the Oilers Radio Network because uh, I'm still, you know, I, I still consider Edmonton to be like the second home kind of thing. So, um, any anytime um, um, I'd be uh, have have the radio on, I'd I have my uh, Radio Player Canada app, and I turn to the turn uh, to Edmonton. Uh, Edmonton, it's uh, six thirty. Ched, they're AM station, but they're on. They they broadcast all the Oilers games, and they have a regular feature every day at twelve at twelve o'clock Mountain Time. Oilers now, kind of thing with Bob Stopper. He was he's. Uh, it's a pretty big he, promo he, in there, Marky. <laughs> 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 Hey, listen, what do you think of the people of Calgary, like as an Edmontonian? And, and Stevie, what do you think of people of Edmonton? What do you really think? You want Mark to go first or you want me to go first? <laughs> go ahead, Stevie. What do you think of Edmonton? Listen, I'm a, I'm a transplanted Calgarian, and I, when I got here, they gave me a, a, a little sort of dossier of, of the province, and they just they just <laughs> – had a picture of of Edmonton and just said, you know, the city of champions and and just a question mark. That's all they had. And then they just couldn't figure out what champions they'd been in the last 20 years at that point. And so, yeah, that's all it was. Uh, okay. And Mark oh, Webb, what do you okay. think of people of Calgary? Oh, okay. I got one for you. You remember the floods uh, back in, what was it, uh, 14 or 13, whatever? Yep. And um, the... Uh, the, uh, the stampede grounds where the saddle dome sits was all flooded, so the, the saddle dome got got all got all fl- flooded, and in, in inside everything was all was all flooded. And there's a, there's a picture that I just think I remember, and 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 uh, it's taken from what is the high 100 level kind of thing, and it shows the, like where what would be the ice surface with with all brown water and anything. And underneath the caption it says it says going to take a long time to clean all that up with one cup. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, that's Boy, a little, that's a little that escalated we quickly. Got, we got four. Four we cups. One. Oh, listen, just a second. We've got an audio clip here. Boy, that escalated quickly. 
<laughs> I mean, that really got out of hand fast. Yeah. It jumped up a notch. It did, didn't it? <laughs> Listen, Mark, uh, so are you okay if we check in with you occasionally to get your opinion on things uh, and, and uh, on uh, specifically on Edmonton? Can you be our Edmonton Oilers correspondent? Oh, yeah, sure. Nope, no problem. And can no you be problem. our uh, uh, Justin Trudeau correspondent? I hear you're a big Trudeau fan. <laughs> I kid, I jest. We talk we talk politics on the show and I know your love or lack thereof for our beloved Prime Minister, so uh I'm just giving you a hard time, Marky. Oh, I, I have I have no time for that stuff. <laughs> There you go. It did get out of hand quickly. Listen, we've got to get on to a couple other things, but I want to thank you for joining me tonight, Marky. All right. Buddy. Okay, buddy. Take care. There we go. That I, I just oh I cut him off. That that, that, that did get <laughs> out of hand. That's totally fine. You're good. You're good. You're good. <laughs> uh, I did find out, and this is what's going to happen. We'll do this on our next podcast. But here is the segment. I want to play it just to prep it because I think it's going to be a fun segment. Today we're going to play a game called Church. Or weed shop. It's very simple. I got the names of a bunch of, uh, let's just call them businesses or organizations. I'm going to read the name of it. You have to guess, is this a church or is it a weed shop? There we go. That's coming up on oh, next week's okay. podcast, so we'll, we'll do that. Um, also, we didn't get the music tonight, but I'm going to put that off to next week's episode, so we'll do that. Um, speaking, just tying it up in baseball, when we're talking baseball, did you see this week in baseball um, where they uh, the Pittsburgh Pengu- or no Pittsburgh Pirates and Chicago Cubs? Did you see the the um, uh, Baez? Did you oh, see yeah, that Baez? Baez, yeah, that's a oh, baseball's always got something new, doesn't it? Every time you watch. So for people listening at home, there was a I, I would show it, but I have to explain it. Basically, uh, there was a runner at second base. Was that right? Runner at second, and uh, Baez came up and did a grounder to third. They threw it to first. It was off the line a bit. And then he stopped and then ran backwards to home plate, gave enough time for the guy that was at second to run to all the way home and scored. And then Baez went and slid headfirst into first. The ball went into right field, and he went all the way around to second. It was just a crazy, crazy play. Yeah, it's one of those things in baseball, like it, like the, I, they interviewed the guy afterwards, and he was like, I just for, like forgot because – the baseball's gonna be so rep- they're so repetitive. They play so many games. You that step the on the bag. He didn't step on the bag, and so Baez is a smart baseball guy. He knows if he doesn't step on the bag, I can. And and when you when you do something like you run from from home plate, like you run to first and you run backwards, it rattles baseball guys because they're so used to routine. Mm, yeah. That I just think he just and that's what he said afterwards. I just I for, I just lost my head. I didn't. I believe the term is brain fart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what happened. From that one, so. <laughs> uh, one more thing on baseball, just to pull it to an end. I have a good friend on Facebook. He's uh, in Perry's from Montreal, and he's friends with the Guerreros. So he's known Vladdy since he was a young kid. And every time Vladdy hits a home run, he plays his own commentary. He tapes himself basically watching every at-bat of Vladdy and posts it on Facebook. And, and it, every time Vladdy hits a home run, which he was leading the majors, I think he was at 16, uh, this is my friend Perry. I just wanted to play it because my kids love it. He's Here we go, Junior. Here we go. He's very French, Pete Perry. Anyway, his is Sepati. Kind of sounds like that guy on the on the Hurricanes. Yeah, 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 Mr. Sveshnikov. <laughs> uh, in sports, also wanna we're going to talk. Um, Gord Simmons has been pestering me. We, we got to get him on the program. Do you think if we asked, what kind of questions should we ask your dad, Scott? What kind of hard hitting questions should we ask him? Just go real personal, I think. Just go, ask go real really personal. deep questions. I think that'd be fun. So if we okay, let me let me ask you this question. If we were to do a call like we did to Tanya and just out of the blue call and pick up between him and George Burnett, who would pick up the call and come on and who would be less rattled to come on live on the show? George Burnett or Gord Simmons? Bob. That's a I'll oh. ask Bob first. Uh who would be less rattled? Less rattled. 
Um, I'm going to say Gord because I don't know if George would even pick up. <laughs> yeah. Stevie. Yeah, see, that's the first question. He wouldn't pick up. So, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's Scott, what, what do you think? George or, or Gord? Who, who would be less rattled? Yeah, I think Gord would be expecting your call a little bit more than George. So probably George would be more rattled. But, but George would be, yeah. You might have to just do it, Bruce. Give it a, give it a try. Bruce, why are you calling? What's this tomfoolery thing? What are you doing <laughs> calling me on this tomfoolery? Uh, <laughs> we're going to have to. I mean, Gord has told me that we need to call him. So right. I, I, at some point, we, we do need to call him. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup. You want to go do karate in the garage? Yup. You know what that means? That tells us our podcast, uh, we blew through it again. We're on to podcast number 93. Can you believe it, Steve? What do we add on? <laughs> What's our website at? Well, I, I think we're up to double digits now. So I think we're doing just fine. <laughs> I didn't even get to talk about my new movie. Can you see Oh, that? wow. What is that? Oh, yes. It's a Canadian oh, classic, yeah. Strange yeah, Brew. It's still in the plastic. I haven't even got it out. I still have wow. a DVD player in the house, but even though they're going out. Um, we, we've got lots more stuff to talk about. And uh, baseball, you know, we'll be talking NHL playoffs. Is it weird that the one round is not quite done and the next round is already starting? Have you found that difficult? Steve? Bob? It's, it's, it's weird. It's, I mean, it's Canada. It's a pandemic. It's yeah. all weird, Bruce. Let's not kid ourselves. Bruce, that's, that's part of the new normal. Uh, I don't like <laughs> the new normal. I don't like the new normal at all. Uh, Scotty, do you want to join us again sometime on our podcast, or are you finished? Is this complete and like, yeah, I've had my taste. If Tanya listens, I'll come back on. <laughs> okay. Oh, <yeah. laughs> I will ask her if she's going to listen. And yeah, I will. Not, then I'm, I'm not coming back. On, okay. So. Oh, there you go. It's good to know. Uh, <laughs> no, I we, appreciate it, guys. Thanks, yeah. Bob. Thanks for yeah. joining us. For the Edge of Tom Fuller, my name is Bruce Mackey. I'm Bob Morris. I'm Steve Height. And our and guest. Scott Simmons. Scott hey! Simmons. Hey! Yeah, that was good. It was good. Thanks for tuning in, folks. Stop by our website. It's edgeoftomfoolery.com. We're up to, uh, I think we're we're getting pretty good. We're getting all of our stuff on there. Oh, we're rolling. <laughs> we're rolling. Thanks for tuning in, folks. We'll see you next week.